0: Welcome to another episode of First Time Bible Teacher, a podcast designed to help you learn to teach the Bible, starting with the very basics. This episode is about dealing with discouragement. Every Bible teacher will face discouragement at some point, and rather than trying to avoid it, the more helpful path is to learn to deal with it. This episode gives some framework for thinking about discouragement, as well as helpful ways forward when you are discouraged. Let's dive in. There are very few truly universal experiences. Whether you're looking at a generation or you're looking at people who live in a certain area or you're looking at people of a certain field or profession, it's really, really difficult to find truly universal experiences, things that happen across the board for everyone who's part of that group. If you are interested in being a Bible teacher or if you are currently a Bible teacher, then you definitely know that one of the universal experiences, I feel pretty confident saying this, is facing discouragement. There are very few, I don't believe there are any Bible teachers who get through an entire career of ministry or get through a season even where they are sharing the word, where they don't face discouragement at some point, it's easy to feel like you're the only one facing it. It's easy to feel like this is something that only happens to the newbies or only happens to people as they're getting started up. It, it's not anything like that. Discouragement is just a universal experience for anyone who wants to teach the Bible. Hopefully, that unto itself is dis- it, not discouraging. That's the opposite of what we're trying to do in this episode. Hopefully, that unto itself is encouraging. It's easy to think that if you're the discouraged one, you're the one who's down on yourself in your teaching. You might think you're the only one facing that. And that's just not true at all. Every Bible teacher at some point and with some consistency faces discouragement in their teaching ministry. Now, I feel compelled to say this up front. Given recent news with high-profile pastors that I just don't particularly want to dive into, this is not an episode about depression or about mental health. That's something that I do want to talk about later on the podcast, but there are a lot of smarter, more... Educated people on that topic. I'll wait until I have time to talk with one of those people. This is not about depression or mental health or anything like that when it comes to being a Bible teacher and following Jesus while you're teaching the Bible. This is purely about just facing discouragement from the way your ministry is going or from your own inner thought life about the way you perceive your ministry. To be going. So, when it comes to facing discouragement, the first thing I really want to point out, I want to just dive right into this. Um, I think it's really important to identify why you're discouraged because there are different responses to different kinds of discouragement. So, one of the big things I'm going to advocate for in this episode is that. If you are facing discouragement in your teaching ministry, it is super critical for you to figure out what it is specifically that's discouraging you. Maybe you're discouraged because you feel like you're not doing a good job. You are listening back to your teachings or you're teaching them. And in the moment, you just feel like they're not connecting. You feel like you're a better teacher sometimes than the messages that you're giving. It's a totally normal experience. I I know that there have been plenty of times where I've gotten off stage and I have felt like, wow, I just got afraid and that ruined the message because I was teaching by fear instead of by faith. I know that there are times where uh, I've finished a message and I've looked at my notes and I've thought I had a way better message prepared. Like what happened? What did I do wrong? How did I deviate from the plan that I had or or how come what I had written down I wasn't able to translate into actual teaching. you know, there can be all sorts of different things that make you feel like you did something wrong. you blew it, you messed it up. Um, every good preacher has moments like that. The fact that you feel like you left some good teachings on the table doesn't mean you'll never be a good teacher. So you just have to kind of own that from the beginning. I've heard, From a number of different people, especially if you're in the beginning of your teaching experience and you feel like your teaching career is just poor performance after poor performance after poor performance. Remember that sometimes you just have to get get trying, get going, start trying different things in your messages. It's okay to let mistakes at times be the guide towards the good you want to do. So don't be afraid of that. Um, but remember, being discouraged by poor performance doesn't make you better. Analysis makes you better. Thinking about what made the performance poor makes you better. I- I'm not trying to come here and tell you that every time you feel like you messed up, you're wrong. Sometimes that's true, but sometimes you're right. Sometimes you feel like you didn't do a good job because you didn't do a good job. But just dwelling on the fact that you didn't do a good job doesn't change anything. You know, uh, I'm a big football fan. I've gotten into the habit of recording these on Sunday afternoons, generally after I watch my favorite New York Giants lose in dramatic fashion or in embarrassing fashion, depending on which game they're playing. Uh, But as I think about football teams, when they come into the morning after a defeat. If the team just sits around and looks at each other and goes, well, you know, that was pretty bad. We weren't good and we're not going to get better and we should just pack it in. When, when teams do that, when they give up, then there's no hope of them getting better. What good teams do is when they're defeated or when they find their weaknesses, they analyze them They think about them and they try to figure out better ways forward. You know, you can have a poor teaching and figure out ways to do it better if you really analyze it, if you really think about the things you were trying to do and the way that you didn't get there. You know, get really specific with that feeling of discouragement, really dive into it and see if there's a kernel of helpful truth, because there probably is. And you can find that weakness. And if you really analyze it and think about it and try to work forward with it, you can then really start the growth process. But you can't do that if you just sit in that discouragement. You need to figure out why you felt that performance was poor. So maybe that's the reason you're feeling discouraged. You feel like you're not doing a good job. Well, analyze the job you're doing. Start listening back to it. Have other people listen back to it and give you feedback find the specific reasons you think you're not doing well and start seeing how you can grow in those areas. Maybe that's not you though. Maybe you're discouraged from burnout. I know that one of the really discouraging things sometimes would it would be I would teach a message and I would think that it went really well and I'd feel really happy with it and then I'd look at my calendar the next morning and think, I need to teach again in two days. Oh my goodness, what am I even going to do? One of the hard things about ministry and particularly about teaching ministry is the next teaching, if you're in a traditional church setting, where even if you're just teaching once a week, if you're in a traditional church setting where you're teaching once a week, you finish your teaching and you go to sleep and you wake up the next day and your next teaching is in six days. And that's not a terribly long time. And sometimes just that rhythm of always needing to put something out, that's what wears you down. And especially maybe you're a new youth pastor and you're now teaching twice a week and you finish a teaching and your next one is in three days and you're terrified every time. That can be a real reason for discouragement. The idea that you have so much teaching to do that you always feel behind for it. I get that. I have felt that before. That can really weigh on you because the thing that's really dangerous about this form of discouragement to me is you can be crushing it and still feel terrible. You could be doing amazing in all of these teachings but still feel down. And if you're down, it's going to change the way That one, that you relate with God, and two, that you relate with the people that you are there to teach. So, thinking about discouragement from burnout, let me just give you the quick encouragement. God wants to give you strength. Please keep asking for it. Please keep asking God, will you give me a greater ability to love and teach these people? I've seen incredible stories of people who got thrown way into the deep end. And they were really the only option that their church or their youth group had, and God met them when they were the only ones. You know I even find it just personally, the the teaching opportunities I get where I was really faithful, I feel, and I just didn't have time to study. God meets me in those moments where if I'm being faithful, he's often faithful to me, and he's more faithful to me than I even am to him. But the point remains, if you're in a spot where you're being faithful, you're doing all that you can do, and you're the only guy there, just keep asking for strength. God loves to give his people what they need for service. God loves to give his people what they need to bless others. And, and the other thing that I would encourage you to start thinking about is if you're feeling like you're the only one, you don't have to be the only one if you train somebody else. If you get other people to the point where they're ready to start taking some of those teaching opportunities, now there's two of you, now everything is easier for you. Um, The scary part about that is training another Bible teacher. It, It takes another willing person, so that can be tough if you don't feel like that other person is around, but it also feels like a ton of work for you in the beginning, which you're right, it is, and that can be a a difficult thing to get yourself motivated for when you're already feeling burnt out. That work, though, pays off so much more at the end of that work. that, That Really building up another solid Bible teacher is such a more helpful way to deal with your burnout. Than just trying to be better and more energetic and trying to accomplish more on your own. So that's something to think about if you're discouraged from burnout. Now, some people, they're discouraged in the exact opposite direction. It's not that they're burnt out, it's that they feel like they have no opportunities. They want to teach, they're excited to teach, they're just waiting for someone to give them a pulpit. And if you're in that spot, let me kind of dig a little bit deeper. Sometimes the discouragement isn't from lack of opportunities right now. It's more from the feeling that you believe opportunities will never come again or opportunities will never come at all. Remember that where you are isn't where you'll always be. Think about what your life was three years ago and find all the ways that it's different. You can probably do the same thing for three years in the future. You know, three years from today, you'll look back at the today version of you And you'll see how everything in your life is different. Things are always changing. But for whatever reason, we believe that where we are is the only place we'll ever be. It's the only stage of life. It's the only stage of ministry we'll ever have. And that's just simply not true. So you may feel like those opportunities aren't coming or, or you feel like they're going other to other people or they're going in other directions or whatever. Stay near the opportunities. Stay near the people that you know who could potentially give you those opportunities. Not because you're trying to trick them into giving you something, but because you want to be around the people who are doing the thing that you feel called to do? They will. You may end up getting some of the best informal training just through hanging around the people who are doing the thing that you want to do one day. So hang around those people. Stay near to them. If you're around them, you'll find that they'll probably start thinking of you for the things that they're doing. Uh, but if you're near them, you'll also learn the way that they think about what they're doing and teaching. You'll you'll learn all sorts of different things just from hanging around them. So stay near where the opportunities are and remember life changes quickly and life changes often. So um, keep your head up, stay faithful where you're at. Um, God isn't necessarily done with the idea of you as a Bible teacher. If the opportunities aren't coming today, a fourth thing or a fourth way, I guess I should say that. People can get discouraged, and this one is a different one to me. Um, sometimes Bible teachers are discouraged because they feel like the people they're teaching aren't growing. Um, this is a much more worthy discouragement. this and, and discouragement to me isn't necessarily the right word for it. if it it's you can be discouraged by people not growing. And that can turn into you not working as hard. That can turn into you thinking negative things about your people. That can turn into you um, not giving it your all anymore. Uh, Instead, what I would say is try not to get discouraged by that, but get burdened by that. Let that burden weigh over you. That's an important thing. Um, But don't try to handle that burden on your own. Give that burden Constantly back to the Lord. I think one of the things that Bible teachers know they should do more, but still don't do enough, is pray for their people. And sometimes I've seen seasons of my own ministry where growth doesn't feel like it's happening because I'm not really burdened by the lack of my people's growth or because I need to be praying more. For their growth. So uh, it can discourage you that people aren't growing. Don't let it stop you. Let that burden become a fuel and a motivator in your ministry rather than something that stops you dead in your tracks. So we have these four different reasons for discouragement. You can be discouraged from poor performance, from burnout, from lack of opportunities, and from people not growing. As you're facing these discouragements, here are three quick things that you can keep in mind. Um, first, give your discouragement some time. When I get discouraged, when I go up and teach, particularly if I'm in that first category, discouragement from poor performance, I go up and teach, I totally mess it up, I feel terrible about myself, I want to immediately get off stage and start prepping my next sermon. I want to do that because I want to get the sting of that defeat, for lack of a better term, out of my mind, and I just want to get on to the next thing. Let me encourage you. God doesn't want you working from defeat. He doesn't want you trying to shake off a loss and work harder so that you can win. He doesn't need you to earn your spot on the team, for lack of a better term. He wants you to serve out of the joy of knowing him, out of the fun of getting to walk with God in ministry. He wants you to serve out of an abundance and out of a victory that he provides, not out of an urgency and a lack that you feel. If you are motivated to work in your teaching ministry Because you feel like you did bad the time before, you're probably not preparing with your people in mind. You're preparing selfishly. You're preparing your teachings in a way that is focused on not feeling the discouragement anymore. So don't do the immediate turnaround. Give give some time when you feel discouraged, give it a minute, let it soak in, pray about it first. And then you'll be ready to get back in and start doing the work of teaching that you're called to do. Second practical tip for dealing with discouragement. uh, It's the obvious one. Talk with people who care about you. And I say care about you, not just people who care about your teaching. Um, Discouragement, it can get in the way of your teaching ministry, but that is by far the lesser concern The real concern to me about Bible teachers getting discouraged is it can get in the way of them relating with God. And when you start making this, how I teach is how I relate with God, things can get real scary real quick. You are more than the service that you give to God and you and your heart and the way your heart is, um, is so much more than how you actually go about teaching and how you feel about your teaching. So your personal discouragements, those are spiritual things for you to work through as a person. They will impact you as a teacher, but they are things that matter for you as a person. So voice your discouragements. Sometimes just telling people that I'm down about stuff helps me move past it. Uh, Having people who really, really care to listen Not just because I'm giving them something, but because they care about me being okay. That is such a huge thing for Bible teachers. So make sure you have those people in your life, uh, in your lives. You probably only have one life because you're one person. Um, Make sure that you have those people in your life and talk to them regularly. It's not an admission of defeat to go and talk to them that you're discouraged. Uh, It's a good thing and it's helpful for you as a person, and then the last thing, and this is kind of the biggest picture item of of all of these things. When you're discouraged, uh, remember that God's plan isn't off track. God is working just the same. God is exactly where He wants to be. He's not um, defeated. He's not down. He's not sad about what's going on. Um, he is still excited about the way he's leading the world. He's still excited about the final result. Uh, And even if the results aren't going exactly the way that you hoped they would, that doesn't mean that God is scrambling. It doesn't mean that God is changing his plan uh, and trying to figure out a new way forward. So if, if God is okay in the midst of the circumstances you're facing, that gives you the hope to be okay as well. Um you can't change all your circumstances. At some and in some points you can't even change the way you feel about your circumstances. But you can choose to be faithful. And you can choose to keep doing the things that God is calling you to do because ultimately Satan's best tool, I believe, against Bible teachers is discouragement. There are teachers that, you know, sin their way into disqualification. There are teachers that um you know fall away from the faith. There's all these different th- and and we hear about those things those make big news headlines. What doesn't make big news headlines is just the average teacher giving up because he's discouraged. I think it's one of the best tools Satan has against us, discouragement. Which is why we need to choose to be faithful. It's why we need to talk to people when we feel discouraged and we need to remember that even if all the circumstances seem against us and seem like they build a wall of discouragement we can never plow through. Uh, God is greater than all of those circumstances. And if the great God of the universe is calling us to be faithful, then we should be willing to do that despite all the different things we're facing. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the First Time Bible Teacher Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, please take a moment to subscribe to the feed, to leave a rating or a review that really helps get the word out or to share it with your friends uh, by sending them this particular episode or by sharing our social media accounts with them. Uh, you can follow this podcast specifically on Instagram at First Time Bible Teacher. And this podcast is part of a larger network. This is part of the Good Lion Podcast Network. You can follow the Good Lion Podcast. I co host that with my good friend, Aaron Salvato. Uh, and there's that particular podcast and all the different content of the Good Lion Podcast Network on our website, goodlion.io or on our Instagram account at goodlion.io. May God bless you in your teaching. We'll see you next time.